This is the Wednesday, August 25th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight, so settle in, and we'll get you in and out like we always do in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian. Alongside this morning, Joe Fortenbaugh. Mr. Fortenbaugh, you had the day off yesterday. Nothing changed, though, as the Orioles have now lost 19 straight games. I have been campaigning, politicking, lobbying, whatever word you want to use, our producers at Daily Wager to get a magic number up on the screen of Orioles' losses needed for us to cash our unders on the season win total ticket. It's been – they've given us a few scares this year. They started the season somewhat hot. They came off the break somewhat hot. But what is it, 19 in a row right now? I mean, yeah, 19. Steve away. was uh, Steve was heckling me on the show yesterday, saying, "I know he knows I've saved the receipts of all those people that were taunting me after the um, you know six you know sweep of the Red Sox early, things like that, <laughs> taunting me yeah. that even remember I had the play also that the 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 Rockies would get 40 wins before the Orioles that cashed. Yes, so, uh, it's always funny. Uh, the Orioles are a special team, and people need to not, uh, not forget that." It's odd here today against Otani and the Angels. Does it seem a little suspicious that the Angels are only minus 213, given some of the prices we've seen the Orioles at over the last couple of weeks? I mean, the run line minus one and a half is only minus 140. Otani's been dealing since that June 30th meltdown against the Yankees. But I, I mean, it just that kind of seems like a red flag. But I, I can assure you, I will not be betting Baltimore today. Well, I said that yesterday because there was steam on the Orioles, even as already a low price. So it was what, minus 140 or so. It was minus 125 on the show, and they got absolutely waxed. Uh, I will lay it with Otani. I will lay the run <laughs> line. I will lay the first half. You know, in this 19-game losing streak, it's just gross. Only one time have they covered the plus one and a half. Sure. And then only, I want to say, three times they've covered the plus two and a half. So there's really no reason not to lay the one and a half when you have Shohei Otani, who I have – Long shot ticket to win the Cy Young. Now, I did not need Lance Lynn throwing BBs the other night, but uh, Otani's still a puncher's chance here. So I will do that. That was my first baseball play. What do you have, sir? All right, I got a handful of plays. All dogs today. Let's start with the Minnesota Twins plus 143 at Boston against the Red Sox. Really like the price here when you consider what you're going against in Boston right now. They've lost 15 of their last 24, which means they've only won nine during that stretch. Well, five of those wins have come against the Orioles and the Rangers, so it's not like they're beating anybody good as of late. Red Sox going to send Nick Pavetta to the mound, 4-4-3 ERA on this season, but over his last 12 starts, it's been 5.46. And Pavetta's the rare case where he pitches worse at home then on the road, on the road, 3-5-6 ERA at home, 5.37, which is where they're going to be today. Minnesota has been lethal against right-handed pitching this season. Top 10 in home runs, weighted runs created, weighted on base average, all that good stuff. Uh, Bailey Ober is going to go for the Twins. His ERA over the last handful of games, last five games, 2.81. He's been pitching well as of late. So when you factor all that in, the fact that Minnesota is plus 143, I'm going to take a stab there. I think that's too high. Detroit is plus 115 at St. Louis. 
I play the Tigers here. It's a big fade on John Lester, who's got an ERA north of seven in the four starts he's made since being traded to the Cardinals. Detroit has hit left-handed pitching. It's not league average. It's a little worse than league average. But the Cardinals are going up against the lefty today as well, and Tarek Skubal. Skubal not only has been good as of late, but the, the Cardinals are one of the worst in Major League Baseball against left-handed pitching, and they're a dog in this one. First five, both teams are minus 110. So it tells you everything you need to know about starting pitching. I'd play the Tigers there, but I also like them for the full game at plus 115. And then finally, this is a bit of a lottery ticket. So I'm not doing a full unit on this, but it's the Texas Rangers plus 183 at Cleveland. Huge number. Huge number with Zach Plesak on the mound, who's been brutal. Four August starts, ERA of 7.17. He stinks right now. Now, the Texas Rangers have been hit with some COVID issues as of late. It's decimated the rotation. So they're calling up a rookie lefty in Jake Latz. Latz has been okay in the minors, but Cleveland and pretty much everyone else in Major League Baseball, they've never seen him. So you never know if you're going to have an opportunity with a guy who comes out, especially for a Cleveland team that hasn't been great against left-handed pitching, 22nd in WOBA. So maybe it's an opportunity for a young pitcher with no scouting report to get on these guys. And a Texas team that's going against Zach Plesak, who's been really lousy, plus 183, a little bit of a stab. So three dogs, Rangers plus 183 at Cleveland, Tigers plus 115 at St. Louis, Twins plus 143 at the Red Sox. Not the sexiest trio of teams, but (laughs) you uh, certainly broke it down. Uh, I'm going to take the the Blue Jays here with uh, Robbie Ray. I'm going to go first five. Um, Look, the pitching matchup is better than Giolito. Ray is loosely in the uh, Cy Young combo, so I'll just do it. I'll hold my nose and do it. Uh, Something you like to say, which is perfectly appropriate in this game. And I'm going to go to the WNBA. Only one game on the slate. Don't love it. This is a small play. Uh, I'm going to take Phoenix minus six against the Liberty. Basically, I fade the Liberty in every game. Um, and I, I just, I don't love laying this kind of chalk uh, on the road here, but I think the Liberty have major issues. They have not figured out Sabrina Ionesco, who is a nice shooter, but she has limitations with speed and some agility in the WNBA with against uh, better talent than she faced in college at Oregon. So I think Phoenix minus six is the play. I think Griner will uh, limit Tina Charles as much as possible. So uh, I'm going to bank on the Mercury to get a late cover here. I got there with the Connecticut Sun yesterday. That should have been my best bet. I went to the Diamond instead, but the Sun got there. This one I don't like nearly as much, but a small, as they say, Joe, what, pizza and beer bet? Yeah, pizza bet, baby. Beer bet, depending on if you're of age, but that's what you want to do there. That's what I'm doing with the Rangers. I like that's where you're at in the WNBA as well. All right, good stuff. So that'll do it for us. We got a, a lot of excitement coming up. We are off today. On the TV show at a late, late switch. Uh, Curse the, you, Little League Baseball. Yeah, they went to the bullpen on us. So, Little League World <laughs> Series will replace us. We're back Thursday and Friday, 6 Eastern on ESPN2. Remember, please uh, rate, review, subscribe. All that good stuff really helps out our analytics. 